So uh, some business news for you now in the programme. And uh, in recent weeks, we've uh, revealed tech giants are far from immune to bleak economic forecasts. Meta, for instance, announced last week that 11,000 jobs will be slashed. Now, Amazon could be following suit. Well, our business editor, Charles Pellegrin, is uh, here on set to tell us more, Charles. That's right, Stuart. Uh, several reports have uh, come out uh, saying the e-commerce juggernaut will be cutting as many as uh, 10,000 jobs in its uh, corporate office. Uh, now, this is part of the company's drive to cut any loss-making or underperforming units in its business, and the cuts could represent as much as 3% of the group's corporate workforce and could be the largest in Amazon's history. While Amazon faces increasing costs and slowing growth with its online stores, its market capitalization has fallen 42% since the beginning of the year. Nick Rushworth has the story. Alexa, tell me a joke. Why are coffee beans such troublemakers? They always end up in hot water. The joke for some Amazon employees working for its Alexa gadget division is not funny. The New York Times is reporting that some of them will be laid off as early as this week, along with others in Amazon's human resources and retail departments. The 10,000 planned job cuts would be the largest round of sackings in the history of the 28-year-old company, that's about 3% of its workforce. One analyst says Amazon and other similar companies grew too fast during the pandemic. The clock struck midnight on hypergrowth. And now you're seeing the cuts across the board. Amazon is no different. And this is really a rationalization of cost structure and slower growth times. Booming business during the COVID pandemic prompted Amazon to double its workforce over the two years from the first quarter of 2020. It's now looking for cost savings. Elsewhere, Mark Zuckerberg's Meta, the parent company of Facebook, announced last week that it was cutting 11,000 jobs. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Hi. That's about 13% of its workforce. Who made this place? It's awesome. And Twitter, newly acquired by Elon Musk, has sacked about half of its 7,500 employees. News of the layoffs at Amazon emerged just as Jeff Bezos, the company's founder and former CEO, announced he would give away much of his $124 billion fortune. Those fears of recession are alive and well in Japan this Tuesday. The country's economy unexpectedly shrank. For the first time in a year, in the third quarter, the world's third biggest economy saw its GDP fall 1.2% year-on-year compared to economists' uh, expectations uh, that uh, saw an expansion of 1.1% and also to a 4.6% expansion in the uh, previous quarter. Well, the weak yen and its impact on the cost of imports have taken a toll on household consumption and businesses. This is in spite of this uh, recent lifting of COVID restrictions. Let's take a look at uh, the Asian markets uh, this hour. Uh, the Shanghai Composite and the Hang Seng in Hong Kong both trading higher on the back of that first in-person meeting between Xi Jinping and Joe Biden. As we can see, the Hang Seng in Hong Kong up almost 4%. The Shanghai Composite over 1.5%. And uh, this as well on the, on the back of a slight easing of COVID restrictions in the country and uh, more support to the embattled property sector as well in spite of disappointing retail and industrial data out of the country. Well, Han Tan, a chief market analyst at Xfinity Group, spoke to France 24 earlier. 
Yeah, so we're seeing some early positive signs surrounding some key risks pertaining to China. So those three risks are, number one, uh, you've got U.S.-China tensions, number two, uh, China's COVID-0 stance, and uh, number three, uh, the downside risks to China's property sector. So given the kind of headlines that we're seeing, at least so far this week, it suggests that there is a cause for initial optimism, uh, but also keep in mind that Asian stocks overall are coming from a lower base. In other words, they have fallen a lot more uh, compared to, uh, say, their Western counterparts. So there's some catching up to do here, so to speak, for Asian stocks. And let's take a look at the European markets now as major bourses on the con continent uh, open. Uh, investors, they're cautious as they await new information about global economic outlook. You can see the FTSE in London just below 0%. The Paris Cacaron up by a third of a percent. Same uh, for the DAX in Frankfurt. And inflation sped up in France in the month of October at a clip of 6.2%. Over a year, this comes after two months where inflation was actually slowing down and is fueled by skyrocketing food prices up 12% on the year and energy up 19.1%. The harmonized EU consumer price index, which helps compare different EU economies, is up 7.1% in October year-on-year year, compared to 6.2% in September. And France's unemployment rate, as calculated by the International Labour Organization standards, is Almost stable this quarter at 7.3% of the workforce, down just 0.1% since last quarter. And let's finish with uh, shares in Taiwan's TSMC, one of the world's dominant semiconductor manufacturers uh, who, that rose on Tuesday after it was uh, disclosed that Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway had, a, had bought a $4.1 billion stake in the company. Uh, the purchase of 60 million shares is Berkshire's biggest new stock investment. The drop in demand for electronic goods after pandemic lockdowns and the imposition of U.S. export controls for tech heading to China have recently hurt the microchip uh, sector. So interesting, uh, Stuart, to see uh, Warren Buffett to make that call there to get uh, at a lower point in the, in the, the share price. Very true. Thank you very much, Jean-Charles Pellegrin, with the uh, business news for us here on